This one is dedicated to my daughter, Emma. Because I am basically just stealing her content. So I think it's only right and fitting that I dedicate it to her. I know it's a risk. Because if I praise one child, then all the other children are going to be like, what happened? Well, I don't know. This one's dedicated to Emma. So, as an introduction, Emma is, well, she is bubbly. She is happy. She is super positive. She's upbeat. She is very deep and super creative. I would go so far as to say she almost has a superpower. It's a little hard to describe exactly what it is, but it's... I'll try, and then I'll illustrate. So, she can take a physical object and relate it to some other thing that's completely unrelated, and you get it. It's almost like a word picture or a metaphor, but, you know, she can look at the apple on the table and be like, oh, that's like Uncle Joey. There is no Uncle Joey, but, and that makes no sense. Except if you looked at the apple, you'd be like, dude, that is like Uncle Joey. <laughs> Not describing that well. I don't know if it makes any sense. When you see it in action, it's pretty damn impressive. So, the conversation today, this week, has been about the muck. That's the term. That's the, th the thing, the physical thing. And <clears throat> let me describe this. And again, this is all her. Or at least it's my interpretation. Um, trying to understand what she's talking about. It's kind of blowing my mind. So the muck. If you have an older car and you pop the hood, and you start digging around in the engine, you are going to discover the muck. We have a old GMC Yukon that we bought, basically brand new, and now it's got 300,000 miles on it. And if you look around in the engine, you will find a lot of muck. It, it's the old engine oil deposits it's like the the fumes have collected on the engine of the, of the burned oil maybe some metal shavings from the engine who knows what it is you can't hardly describe it it's got no shape it's not pretty it's ugly it doesn't really belong there um but to hear her tell it, that's the good stuff. And she's very happy and very excited about the muck. Because for her, she's reading, say, like, Jack Kerouac. Rather obscure author. And, and some of what he wrote, um, like, it could, the whole thing could be just for crap. And other authors are that way as well. Just, you know, they write crap. But they have one paragraph, one sentence where they nail it. 
where, in her language, they have connected with the muck. Everybody has muck. Down in their soul, in the bottom of their soul, everybody has muck. And most people don't want to deal with it. Most people don't want to acknowledge it. They want to pretend it's not there. No, we're all clean. We're shiny. If you just look on the outside, you know, I'm a nice little sports car. Vroom, vroom. Um, That vroom, vroom was me, not her, but everything else is just her. She said... She said, everybody wants to see themselves as angels. And if they can't have that, then they want to be seen as victims. And it's because there's something about that. Because if we just live on the surface... If we just live, you know, the muck is in the bottom of our soul. On the surface is the easy answers, the dime store philosophy, whatever, or dime store theology, uh, the dumb distractions of life, you know, all those different layers, the cotton candy fluff layers. We can live there. Most of us do live there. But the muck is the real stuff. The muck is stuff that we try to avoid. We try to pretend it's not there. But in reality, it's our history. It's something, it's stuff that did happen to us. And really, it's the only way we can really sense what truth is. And it's awkward because the reality is, is that when you bring muck to the table, I mean, you're at a nice little dinner party and you show up and you got muck, engine oil, grease on your hands or clothes. You put it out there as a little hors d'oeuvre. I mean, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. No, you don't bring that out into polite society. And probably you shouldn't. But really the question is, is there anywhere where you can bring it out? Emma's language for it is, you know, if you, most of the time when you bring bring muck out, it's like people look at you like you're crazy and it's almost like you t- tried to tear your soul out from your chest and play catch with it. She's a writer and a good one. And I'm really fascinated by this idea. I think she's really onto something. Most of us don't ever take the time to pop the hood and get just to be aware of what's there. And, and the thing is, I've been kind of pushing here like, oh, yeah, you need to get aware of the muck and deal with it. And she looks at me like, no, you just don't get it. And I, and I'm, and I don't think I did. And I probably still don't. It's not that the muck has to be dealt with. It's although I probably should clean my engine, but it's not. It's not that the muck has to be dealt with. You just need to own it, to become comfortable with it. 
Not that it's always comfortable, but it's, it is part of you. And leaving it down in the bottom and never going to those deep waters, you lose a big part of you. An important, maybe the important part. So here's to the muck. And here's to Emma thinking about it. I tried to get her to participate in this particular podcast, but no dice. But thanks to Emma for sharing about the muck.